0: from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to reformationboise.com.
1: Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. As always, we enjoy starting our days with you and hopefully we are engaging with, I did have a listener come up to me last week and say to me, I believe I am your 11th listener. Um, and he said, I didn't realize that you guys had a, a podcast. He hmm. said, I just assumed that you were on the radio, but didn't know that um, you actually had a podcast to go with it. So if you go into the App Store and and search for The Gospel for Life, you should be able to find our show and, and put that on your phone or computer or whatever device you're, you're listening to in and through and you can catch up on previous episodes then you're not have to be glued to your radio at eight o'clock when we we air and then you can just listen at your leisure i informed this gentleman that i'm pretty confident he's not our 11th listener because my guess is that we have offended somebody along the way and we're probably not in double digits but it's hard to know hard to know if you do have feedback or questions or comments that you would like to send to us you can send them to our relatively new email the gospel for life idaho at gmail.com and if you have topics questions that you would like us to talk about on the air we would love to have that type of feedback today and the next little while we are going to be dealing with a topic of doubt and deconstruction so there is a doubt that deals with assurance of faith whether i actually do possess eternal life or not that is not necessarily the category we're in for this particular um, series important questions to ask and answer um, and maybe we'll do a shows on that in the future but we're really dealing with just the struggles of faith where where you think things are are true but you you're not always confident um questions niggle um, in the back of your mind with regard to some of the things about christianity or our faith and the the religious position that you hold we're dealing with those type of concerns there's big time people that over the years you hear deconstruct that they quote unquote were christians and then all of a sudden have come out and said nope i no longer believe that to be true I'm not a Christian. I'm not an atheist, but I'm not a, not a Christian. Probably most of you are familiar with Abraham Piper, the son of, of John Piper, who came out a couple of years ago. Um, Joshua Harris, my guess is that many listeners have read or referenced some of his works. I like kissed Dating Goodbye, and I can't even remember some of the rest of what he wrote. But they've both come out and said, you know what, I'm not, I'm not sure I believe it anymore you want to listen to just the saddest interview, Um, listen to Joshua Harris talk about deconstructing. Hmm. You you just feel bad for him. Hmm. He he seems lost. He doesn't Hmm. even, like some of the questions that he's asked, he didn't really anticipate. Hmm. And it's like he didn't have a real answer for him. And so it's a sad, sad story. But how do they end up there? And maybe where we want to start is just with some definitions. What does deconstructing even mean? It begins with just kind of pulling apart
2: your faith, you're, you're re-examining things that you've long held believe. You might be, even begin with the question, why do I believe this? And then uh, is it just because you've been told these things and accepted them, or have you really done the, the, the hard work of working through your convictions? And for, for some folks, that, that process uh, leads them out of those convictions.
1: Does it have to end up in atheism? No. In fact, I think
2: we we just got done with a series on progressive Christianity. Sometimes often deconstruction will lead to progressive Christianity. If we're doing kind of cart and horse process of deconstructing can sometimes lead people into false belief about Christianity or about Christ. And sometimes people are led to, to embrace, you know, kind of almost like a more syncretistic religious experience where the biblical worldview isn't the only worldview that there's. More of an embracing of all faiths type mentality
1: I'm not sure how big it is now, but when I left education, this would have been in 2010. I'm um, just prior to that, so 2008 ish give or take, there was huge amount of writing in the educational world, not in the Christian world, but in the secular Christian or in the secular educational world about spirituality and the importance of spirituality in interacting with kids. And I found this absolutely fascinating that they recognized the fact that human beings were spiritual beings mm-hmm. but didn't want to put a Christian label on it. Hmm. And as you were talking Ryan I was thinking you know that's exactly what happens sometimes with people who are deconstructing that they they're still willing to embrace this broad spiritualism. Mm-hmm. But not the the the
0: authoritative beliefs of of the bible. Mm-hmm. I think some of it comes from you know just how they may have entered into the, the certain understandings of the Christian life. Um oftentimes they, you know they've been told that um, belief in Christianity there's a it's like blind faith, you know that's you know the, and so there's really no foundation undergirding it. It wasn't built on a knowledge uh, that you ascended to that, that was true and Firm, and so um, because they entered in, and they they're in a kind of a cultural Christianity, and they enjoy that. They they've never really taken root into it, and they don't understand that there w- there are good answers to even their little doubts that they might that might come up, and it's easy to be blown here and there by every different kind of you know. Cultural phenomena, you know, peer pressure or whatever. And then, so what they were holding on to was really a rope of sand. They really didn't have firm grasp on the gospel. Yeah. Oftentimes, too, it's not dealing with objective truth, Mm -hmm. but but people begin to tear down doctrines
2: or or beliefs that they find morally wrong Mm -hmm. based on their own subjective morality. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I think I I look, you know, in the book of Jude, uh, Jude is just one chapter, it's just a little letter. Um, But there's a, you know, in verses seventeen through twenty-two, mm-hmm. he says, "Remember, beloved, the predictions of the apostles of our Lord Jesus. They said to you in the last time there will be scoffers following their own god, ungodly passions. So there is a kind of a moral pull, uh, you know, a, a moral pull, you mm-hmm. know, and no moral pull, and and then uh, and it says, uh, it, they it is these who cause divisions." worldly people devoid of the Spirit. But you, beloved, build yourself up in the most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. So there's a responsibility that we have. Keep yourself in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life, and have mercy on those who doubt. The fact that people doubt is nothing new. This is the this is the most relative thing that you can be talking about. And Jude is talking about it. Save the others by snatching them out of the fire, uh, to others, show mercy with fear, hating even the garments stained by by the, the flesh by sin.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to just quickly circle back to something that Vinny said. He said that you know that de- deconstruction is this process of of pulling apart the faith and examining that. And I, I want to just throw out there that 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 in and of itself is not a negative. Right. We all are born into homes where we are quote unquote indoctrinated and i don't mean that in a negative way at all um i just mean that in that's what child rearing is that mm-hmm. you you every are home yes, yes. every Christian home or non-christian yes like, yeah. you're born into an environment yep
0: and things are being taught yeah. and and some of those things you'll receive on authority and other things you want to receive on experience and you know experience is a good teacher it won't teach you everything you know but it might teach you not to put your finger in a light socket. But uh, some of that stuff has been received by a, a higher authority, maybe your parents or, you know, the things that you were hearing. And then you have to figure out from there and test those things, whether they're true.
1: Mm-hmm. And you, you grow up just absorbing. Like, I grew up a Nebraska Cornhusker fan. And so then you, you say, of course, that's what everybody ought to be, because that's what I grew up knowing. Well. It's kind of a, a silly example, but there's really nothing important about that. But as a kid, you you, you have just embraced that because that's what y- you do. Mm-hmm. And, and as a kid, sometimes you don't know the difference between being a Nebraska Cornhusker fan and being a Christian. That they came from the same source. They came from the same environment. And at some point you have to say, do I, I actually want to be a Cornhusker? Do I actually want to be a Christian? Do I mean, mm-hmm. and and I'm not saying that those no, are equal nobody questions. Nobody in Boise wants to
0: be a cornhusker. No, 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 so. no. <laughs> Surprisingly,
1: I do see cornhusker.
0: I do. I see them all around.
1: Yeah. Um, naturally, those are not equal questions. Mm-hmm. But in the in the process of just growing up, you'll ask both of those questions, and. Sometimes we give people permission to ask the question about, do I really want to be a Seattle Seahawks fan? But we don't give people the same opportunity to ask the question, do I really believe the beliefs of Christianity?
2: And I think it goes to where you get your sources, you know, as you're having those mm-hmm. questions. Are you going to look at sources that are antagonistic to Christianity? Or are you going to go to sources that, have a long-standing history of providing, you know, biblical truth and helping us understand and work through these questions. And I think sometimes with deconstruction, you're there there's a repulsion against truth claims, uh, much like, you know, Vinny said, it leads a progressive Christianity where if you make these truth claims, well, how can you make that claim? Everybody's on this spiritual journey, then we're all seeking answers, we don't all have them.
1: And over the next little while, what we want to do is exactly what Ryan is saying here. There are there are actually kind of correct ways to deconstruct, if you will, and there are negative ways. There are appropriate ways to ask questions, to, to seek answers. Christianity is a religion of truth. Um, Jonathan mentioned a minute ago, we, we don't believe in a blind faith. Mm-hmm. Our faith has a definitive object, Um, and the Bible is making truth claims. That question, our questions, the Bible can handle them. It's not going to crumble under the weight of some of our our doubts and questions and seeking to understand and and the wrestling. Um, So, hopefully, today's show gives us the foundation from where we're going to go in the next little while. As we explore this whole idea of, of doubt and deconstruction. For the last little bit, we want to just shift gears slightly. We are super excited about the upcoming conference in the end of September, September 22nd and 23rd. Now that I say those dates out loud, I'm beginning to think that they're not the right dates. <laughs> they are the right, right dates. Oh, good. Yep. Yep. And we are having two speakers Jonathan Gibson and Miles Van Pelt. Come and speak on a topic that I'm super excited about. And I think the guys in the room are super excited about, which is the covenant. Mm. Um, we've been fleshing out titles. Jonathan, your, your latest one is I Will Be Your God. Yes. Yeah. Which is a theme that permeates all of scripture. Um, it's really the bedrock of our faith that we are the people of God, that God and, has. And God
0: has initiated a covenant with us. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's the first one that speaks in that. He says, I will be your God. And that's what's so. Um, Warm and wonderful about it
1: Well you've been listening to the Gospel for Life We'll see you next time